Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, this is Rocket coming to you with a little pre-pod ad. Figured I'd switch it up. It's been a little while. But um, I just wanted to let everyone know that we have a Patreon. You know, we've been just kind of like tinkering with it here and there. You know, trying to get subscribers, trying to get some feedback, trying to get some sort of engagement. So if you go to patreon.com slash pod. You want to help us out, we'd greatly appreciate it. We have tiers with different reward levels, you know, the standard Patreon stuff. Something as simple as just, I don't remember if we added just a hey, thank you, because I always feel like that's not much of anything. Like, it's cool, but, you know, whatever. Uh, it goes from just, you know, simple interaction as far as, like, following the Patreon kind of posts to much more, much deeper engagement where it's like suggesting topics or live streams or discounts on merch as we start to develop a little bit more merch. So if you're interested, check it out. Patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. You don't even have to actually subscribe, but give it a follow as we start actually like going over there more and kind of posting things first, sometimes updates. If we can't actually get around to recording this week, you know, giving everybody a heads up just to say, Hey, we're going to be delayed. There's not going to be anything or we're posting an older episode, something archived. Uh, it'll be there that it goes first. So once again, patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. And now onto the show. And we're back, coming from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Uh, this week, we will be talking just some 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 little talking points that we got. I know in uh, two weeks is Hell in the Cell, if I recall correctly, right? Next weekend? Not this weekend. I think yeah, it's... I, think in, so. I, I believe it's in two weeks. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't even three care weeks. usually until like right before they tell me. Because then I think it's like, oh, it's coming up this Sunday. It's like three weeks away. And I'm like, oh, disappointed. I either think it's in two weeks or in three. But whatever. That's not what we're here to talk about. So um, there's a lot of hoopla going on in the wrestling news right now. Hold on. September 16th. Carry so, on. So it's three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Two weeks. I mean, we're not in September yet, so. But it's two weeks because I, I yeah, 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 it's two weeks, yeah. So yeah, in two Sundays. Um, so I mean, well, WWE station, uh, Becky Lynch. I think we we talked about it at SummerSlam, her change and how you know it's kind of weird what they're doing. Uh, her whole brawl with Charlotte last SmackDown, we kind of talked about it where, you know, Charlotte was booed and Becky was cheered, and it was to the point that. Everyone got in their case. You know, Road Dog was like, Ryan Satin was like, no, everyone's being dumb because they should be happy that they're giving Becky something new. And Road Dog's like, amen. I'm very against that. I don't think Becky should be the heel in this situation. And I actually, whatever. They, it was so much fervor that WWE put out a survey to like, it was the question. I Did you see this, Rangi? No. The question was, they sent it out to people. It's like, I never you, checked my email that my network is, is like, I didn't, to, I didn't get one. So. I think they put it out in emails and I think they put it on their Twitter. But anyway, the question, what it boiled down to was like, were you behind Becky the whole time while she was going for the championship? And it was yes or no. Obvious answer. And it was yes. 91% or 98% was yes. And it's like, you know, 2% no. 
And oh man, I guess. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Edit that hilarious shit. Sneeze. Edit that shit. Anyway, um, they uh, it's pretty much them just like oh shit, you know, they're just trying to like what the fuck are we doing? So this week, Becky had the hugest pop. Did you see the SmackDown? Yes. She had the biggest reaction of the night, even more bigger than like AJ, I think, you know. Which, more bigger is not a thing. The more bigger it is, bro. If I see it, it's more bigger. It's my gimmick. Don't fuck me. Um, more bigger than AJ. Okay. That word's more bigger than you. Um, and AJ always gets massive pops. I think Daniel Bryan, even bigger than his. Uh, she came out at the end. She beat the shit out of Charlotte. She looked awesome. Apparently that's been happening on house shows too, which I think is cool. Oh, that's good. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make her heal, but Again, man, I tweeted it. man, everyone's cheering her name. They cheered her name the whole match. Well, you know, before you continue. Yes. Uh, let me add a, a new tiny wrinkle. I don't know how reliable this is because it's on Reddit. Squared circle Reddit. So you never know. Sure. But this says Pollock. I'm not sure who this, you know, how Jackson reputable. Pollock? Yes. Jackson. <laughs> um, so I don't know how reputable this is, but it says Pollock. This is the headline. WWE source saying that the direction of Becky and Charlotte has been changed. Both will be portrayed as having valid points and neither will be heel. <clears throat> in pro wrestling, in, in post wrestling's review of SmackDown tonight. So I assume post wrestling is the website in question. John Pollock mentioned that after the show, he heard from someone in the company that after the response to Becky last week, they have changed direction. He says that going forward, they don't want to portray it as a defined face and heel. Rather, they wanted to just be two ex friends who both have valid reasons why they are against one another and neither will back down from the other. He made it sound like Becky will be portrayed more as an anti-hero than an outright heel going forward. Thus begging the Stone Cold comparisons. Well, I... That's my... Well, I can get you, yes. I feel... But this is before anyone knew about it, when people just calling your Stone Cold Becky or whatever. This was 16 hours ago. This was posted to Reddit. Well, so. but I mean in general, like, because I saw the Stone Cold Becky, like, what people were saying on Instagram to her and random Twitter. I know, but when? Yesterday? I think it was right after SmackDown. Because okay. it's her actions. She was this badass chick that just came yeah, and pretty much just said, her like, bitch. bitch, let's fucking go, you know? And on her Instagram, say that. on her Instagram, she did. And her Instagram said, TikTok, bitch. Well, I mean, <laughs> last week, right? Uh, post in the following SummerSlam SmackDown, where Charlotte comes out and she's like, you want this? And then Becky had this awesome post that is just like, you know, like I fought for years to attain this and blah, 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 this, 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 you know, kept circling back to that. She was just like, you know, you just came in out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. just won it. You're like, you know, it was a very emotional, emotional sounding post. And I was just like, yeah, man, how can I not root for this person? Yeah. So he was like, it's time, buddy, that. I think I said it on this thing before. I don't know. In the end, why would I boo Becky like they wanted me to make her heal? They definitely wanted that. When, in the end, Charlotte was the one who weaseled her way. Not weaseled, but she was given the opportunity to just come into this match without... Becky did it her whole way. She beat the shit out of every girl on the fucking hey roster. Man, it's land of opportunities. Sure. Uh, I mean, she, it is. She was gifted the entrance. She then during the match, she, she also... a champion. She was gifted. like, But she didn't have to work for it. They just gave it to her. She didn't do anything. I mean, that's fine, but if anything, like Umber just taken page at that point. Well, whatever. I mean, in the theory. But yes, but yes. If if I was gonna be upset at characters, yes, it'd be Paige because she gave it to her. But so they put her in. Uh, Charlotte also attacked Becky from behind too, like full on in that match, and that's how she pinned her and stuff. You know, of course, I would be more upset. You know, Becky got cheated out of it, and you want to see Becky win, and you've wanted her to win, 
And now she got cheated by her friend who's like, oh, no, it's not my fault. You lost. You can't beat me. Beat me, 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 me. You know, it's just how I said it. They could have just had Becky being the person that, you know, I got to win and I'm upset. And now my friend is saying, it's not my fault. You know, I did what I had to do and shit. It just, they could have made Charlotte the bad guy through this, but it's whatever. Becky got the biggest ovation, crazy, crazy reaction. Hopefully, I still don't like this idea that they're going to make both girls not a face or heel because I know that's WWE loves there's no heel face dynamic anymore, which I think is the stupidest thing. I think you can sell more and you can make better characters when there's always like a a bad guy and a good guy because then you have good enough reasons because like the people that just fight like as much as I like the Bobby Lashley Roman Reigns kind of banter back and forth. It was cool. Their whole thing was just two guys with egos fighting, but someone who has a big massive ego is usually a bad guy because he's the guy that like I'm better. So why would you want to have two faces having egos at each other it should but again i mean in in that you know rumor the just two people i mean because at the end of the day right like i think one of the reasons that i like new japan is because the lines of heel face are very blurry you know there's fan favorite and there's not fan favorite and you interpret that as heel face but you can have two faces go up against each other and it's more about the competitive aspect. Now, I understand that WWE doesn't necessarily do those things, yeah. but you can take that approach in this match of this specific Becky Charlotte match and it will be enjoyable. I think, well, like, I don't think you have to play up the character. You know what I mean? It, it tells a story of like Charlotte's champion. She feels she deserves it because she won fair and square twice, you know, regardless of what Whatever commentary did, people right. want. Yeah. Yeah. Becky feels like she was she won the opportunity for a one on one and effectively got screwed out of yeah. it, but not so much that so she's like, I'm turning to the dark side. I'm just going to now do whatever it takes to win. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is typically associated with a heel. Right. But because she is receiving such a grand reaction, you obviously don't want to like kind of talk down to the fans and be like, no, 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 you guys are dumb. Like you should be booing this person. That's what they were doing after. Right. 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 And it was like, what the fuck? Well, that's what they do. Period. Yes. That's what they do. Period. Right. So I think if you apply the new Japan logic to this match, you could get something good. In general, WWE does not know how to do that. successfully. Well, the the most anti WWE, not recently knowing how to make, but because Fucking, they also micromanage everything. Yes, and they always everyone has to have a thing. But they they don't know how to make they don't know how to make faces even when they're given them. Like Becky could probably be the biggest female character that they have in this roster. Now with this whole moment happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just blow her up. You give her the title it would fucking skyrocket because people are going crazy. I know she is current Braun Strowman. Yes. She has become that moment her turn, quote unquote, boosted her character through the fucking roof. Um and yet Roman Reigns. Well, I feel toes the line. I really feel because you brought up Roman Reigns. I feel that Charlotte, because of what's happening to her right now, and people. I don't think she's going to be Lady Roman Reigns. I, that's I, what you're going to yes, say. Yes, I was going to say that. I don't think so. I I, I feel I, she could get a bad taint from them if they're trying to force that Becky loses again and Charlotte just retains yeah, it. Yeah. But if this rumor is true, then they are now swerving away from that. I hope so. Because, yes, if Charlotte just destroys Becky and beats her... and then But besides, I mean, it hasn't been four years of Charlotte doing that. No, but Charlotte's not like the eighth-time fucking women's Seven. champion. Seven in what, like two years? Yeah, but remember, she <laughs> traded with Sasha like uh, like four of those times. I Sasha know. is a four-time champion also. They were just trying... And to... she is treated like hot garbage for the most part. This is very true. Well, they are trying to... I think we talked about it like ages ago, the whole gimmick of like, well, your father did 13. Let's get you up there yeah, as quick much. as fucking possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it, which I think 
you know, that's where the fans start to resent because it feels artificial. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's pulling back the curtain too much and you see, you know, the wizard controlling the giant head. That's that's WWE. Mm-hmm. And that's where the fans are like, come on, man, we want to suspend disbelief enough. But at the same time, it's it's a weird relationship that the the fan company has. Like, or the, the interaction between the fan and the company, right? Well, because, because it's so easy for the fans to feel almost disrespected. Yes. Uh, they don't want to take the flight of fancy, you know? Because at the end of the day, right? Like, as much as I shit on Roman Reigns as a character, he is a very good worker, and he has all these things, and we all just think that he would benefit from a heel turn, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the natural inclination is to kind of not like him. He's, like, too handsome. And, you know, like, he is a good-looking dude. And, like, why why do you want to cheer him, you know? And the fact that, in spite of all that, he's still treated like the consummate hero. And it's just like, no, this isn't working. Clearly, it isn't working. So, people work against that, right? Like, I understand where that logic comes from. But, for, you know, if you strip it all away, it makes sense that he would be the good guy and, like... The big dog and all that shit. Like, it makes sense. I like how you said the big dog. (laughs) I mean, look, it's his nickname, right? He gets a graphic for WWE shop that just has, like, the giant thing. Does he? I haven't been to his shop. No, 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 not his shop. Oh, in that commercial? commercial, Yeah, he does. Giant dog face. It's not the Hounds of Justice. It's just the big dog. Um, My yard. Shop for me. So, yeah, like, if you strip it all the way, it makes sense that Roman is the guy. The problem is that, like, you know... As as the quote unquote smart fan, you feel like you know better, or you feel almost talked down to. Well, I I understand that, and yeah, I mean we talked about it a lot. I feel it also attests to WWE with their writing team, and obviously still being controlled by a seventy three year old man. Who, as smart as he is, there are some things that now he becomes massively tone deaf to. When they're given certain... Well, I just think he, he thinks he knows better. Yes. And that's the problem because sometimes... I mean, who, who the fuck am I to say? Whatever. But... Exactly. Uh, I mean, he's probably one of the smartest bookers of all time. Because right. Because the fandom also think they know better. And it's just like... I think both need to learn a little bit of hubris before being able to proceed. The thing... Well, yes. But I also think that WWE should also listen to their fans like they used to. When they're given certain things, you get, you get that natural... Like how Daniel Bryan was evolved, even though they try to fucking shut this guy down multiple times. And then it's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Here you go. Yeah. We'll give you that champion. Right. Right. Okay. So they did listen there. It took a long time, but yes, they did. They even tried to destroy him when they put him with the Wyatts and they realized that was the worst thing because people were like, what the fuck? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that even currently it shows that the tiny run that Braun has been on up until this week's Raw Mm -hmm. has been the writing team listening to the fans. I think now though, like you, they've, you reach an impasse, right? Where you have Braun, who's like the fan favorite. And then you have Roman, who's the company favorite. And it's just like, well, one of them's got to be a bad guy. And one of them's got to be a good guy, you know? And they just choose obviously the guy that they see being that guy into the future, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, that puts the Braun character in a pretty precarious position because then the fans who are all behind him are just like, Oh, why would you do that? Well, yes, they could have uh, Braun going to that point And what I said, Braun was Braun was always a heel. I mean, he became a face when he started beating up Roman. He became a fan favorite. Well, yes. Well, yeah, he became a fan favorite and everyone started cheering and even though, if you look back on everything he's been doing, it's very heelish. Like yeah. That shit he fucking destroys Kevin Owens. Also, that's pretty bad guy stuff. 
Yeah, but they just let him rock. They just let him rock. And how he's written, he was a fucking guy that just is like, whatever, man, I'm just going to destroy everything. I mean, but he pe- was also Stone Cold adjacent. He was. And I liked him because, yeah, he did bad guy stuff, but he was cool as fucking shit because he was a cool character. And bad guys don't get catchphrases. I mean, well, they don't get catchphrases that people chant. Like, no one gives a shit and shirts that say, get these hands and stuff. I mean, dude, Elias. Well, yeah, but he doesn't. I mean, Yes. But he's not like, you know, where people chant, get these hands, get these hands, you know. I mean, they chant walk with Elias while then booing him immediately afterwards. Because he shits on the crowd. Adam Cole, baby. Like, he gets, he gets, and he well, walked in with a chant. Adam Cole, I will say. I mean, granted, that's NXT, so it's a different beast altogether. Yes, and he also doesn't shit on the audience, I think. Adam Cole just shits on people. Wait, what? Adam Cole doesn't shit on the audience, he shits on the characters. I mean, they are bad guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me tell you a funny joke that'll rock you. Ricochet. You're supposed to laugh. That's what they did. That was funny as shit. I didn't see that episode of NXT. That was good. That was the joke. Like, Let me tell you a joke, guys. What is it? Ricochet. And they were like, ah! And they just blew up. That's like NWO shit. I think that's hysterical. That's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> NWO-ish. Man, I tried to watch like this past week's... Uh, not not the one that airs today, but last week's NXT. And I only got as far as... What I thought was a really good match, though, of uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Bianca Belair. Oh, it was pretty good. Was we were talking about the one that they filmed there with... Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the post... Uh, yes. Uh, take over. I mean, the Pete Dunn match was really cool. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they were given that, and the fans kind of made Braun into what they wanted to, which it did. It pushed that guy, elevated him, and he got better things because of that. Mm-hmm. But all in all, he did do bad guy shit. It does suck that he got transformed. Like all that time that they kind of did work him a little bit of face. He was fighting. He was a face because he fought the other heels. Like he was doing fighting the bad guys. So he was the good guy in the essence because everyone did love him and stuff but now yes he became the bad guy and it does suck because everyone's like oh fuck and i mean he could have been like that character like how becky is if you give becky that title man it's she's like that that top tier woman you have now you've gotten your your woman face your huge character that you want charlotte is great but she doesn't have the reaction that becky's having now no and i think charlotte works better as a heel period Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of like Flair, yeah. or like Ric Flair specifically. He works way more better as a heel, but he could always do both. Yes, you know. But even as a face, like he wasn't the most believable face because he was still kind of a shit eating, like you know, woo, and the little strut and bullshit, still his eye pokes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Charlotte's better, and I know Becky's. She said she's wanted to do heel stuff, but I think her as this like take no shit girl, I think it's awesome, and I think she's got a good look for it. Well, I think it's also because it, you know you you don't have anybody like that other than Rhonda. You don't, and also she has a story that I can get behind. She worked her ass off to get to where she was, yeah. and in the match she got fucking booed in the back of the head by her best friend who attacked her from behind and then pinned. It's like what the fuck? Why would yeah, I? Yeah, no, her posts of like I smacked you in the face and you attacked me from behind. Like, yeah. Last year, whenever that Charlotte turned on her, it was just like from behind. Yeah, she was just like, "I come to you face to face." Yeah, it's like, like why would I not cheer for the girl who got fucked over by her best friend? That like. I mean, her best friend came in, but anyway, that's the fact. But they, WWE, we boil down to it, gets certain things, Rusev, like that, like when Rusev was on fire all those times, and now he's died down. And now I know they got, they gave him the match with AJ, but they gave it like months after his whole Rusev chance at all the matches and stuff. I mean, I, I do like, I think part, part of it is also like listening to enough wrestling related podcasts, right? To try to get, obviously, like opinions from different areas. Uh huh. Or ones that differ from mine, sort of. You know, I have I haven't actually tried to do it, but maybe we should try to do it as an experiment. We could put it on Patreon that nobody's on. Uh like take the roster or take half the roster, take the SmackDown or Raw roster, and like book three months 
like book a quarter of the year of wrestling uh-huh. and see what we can come up with. Like it's a fun exercise and just like in writing or in booking or uh, whatever. We can do that when the WWE game comes out because we can just actually use the roster. And, oh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we could do it now with just pencil paper, but we can. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's if you want to wait till October. It's a lot of fucking names. Well, I mean, we just use I mean, the it's half the roster. Well, we'd have to pick what show? Both? Pick, or? pick one. Just one. I'd, mm. I mean, we don't even have to go ahead. We can both book one show. I'd probably choose SmackDown over Raw because I just like those characters a little bit more. And I mean, you know, if you boil it down, I'm granted, we don't have to stay like within the confines of WWE sets of like the, t- the tag teams and the, br- 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 you know, but like book a show and see what that's like. And we can see how shitty bookers we are. Yeah, it's possible <laughs> because that's the thing, right? Like in, 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 uh, in a vacuum, we can each come up with, or we can all as wrestling fans come up with an idea here or there or just complain, right? Like, that's the thing that happens even here a lot. Like, I'm just like, give me an alternative. And you're like, I can't think of one right now, you know, or I try to give one if I don't like the thing, like super kick Goldberg in the face, <laughs> uh, you know, but that's just like a moment. It's hard to project a path of like, okay, so this feud is going to start now. You know, or we can just like, okay, we have a roster. This is where they are in real life as of the moment we start. How do we get from here to what we want to do at the end of three months? Well, yeah, because you'd want to book backwards anyway. You'd be like, I want this guy to be this. How do we get from that? Right. Invent the story. Because you'd want to look at it like WrestleMania. I want let's uh, Joe to be the champion. Whatever. How do I get Joe from from now to WrestleMania to make him the champion, you know, where do I build it? Because that's what it is. Supposedly, it's always been in wrestling is you want to book backwards because that's how you know what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Uh, so I'm just curious because like trying to book a quarter of the year probably isn't going to be that easy. So no. I can only imagine trying. I mean, granted, it feels like they don't book that far in advance anymore, but like trying no, to WWE changes shit on the day of. No, no, no. I know they do that, but they usually have an idea of where they want. Like we assume that they already know what they want to do at Mania. I think they're. I think they do. I think they've always like it's always where, come out that saying, like they've known this by the, by the end of the current Mania. Every fan assumes that they already know where they want to go to next Mania. Yeah. So they are sort of. You know, in the grand scheme of things, they're a year in advance, mm-hmm. right? And then they fill in all the bullshit in between. And that's why you why it feels so inconsistent and so, like, just haphazard more, more often than not. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we effectively put our money where our mouth is and try to do what we say that they are bad at doing, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll find that it's not as easy as we think. And this is not even taking into account people getting injured and all that other shit that could potentially happen, uh, you know walkouts whatever the case may be and and see how easy it is this sounds fun i'm like a lady that's very interesting but i just yes, came up with it on the on the spot but it i want to do this now not in, not easy because i'm already thinking about like holy fuck i wouldn't even know how to book this story or who to go with where well i wouldn't want to book a story and be like i want this match because i want their rivalry and from this rivalry will stem this I don't yeah, think. I mean, it doesn't have to be like the match itself. You know what I mean? It can be like, all right, so uh, Daniel Bryan, Miz, a submission match. And then obviously Bryan is going to go over and then like they'll have a rematch at the next pay-per-view. And I mean, we don't have to necessarily fill in specific uh, SmackDown episodes per se. Mm-hmm. We can be like, all right, so this week the interaction is going to be uh, a promo. And the next week it's... Uh, so Daniel Bryan will have a match against uh, Andrade since this happened and then Miz will interfere continuing the storyline and then like Andrade is in the midst of a, of a you know kind of like the way that that the Attitude Era was where storylines constantly weaved in and out of each other I to me that's part 
part of what I miss. Well, the engineer was fucking all over the place. It was, it was. You and look I mean, at it now, it's it fucking was, horrendous storytelling. It was very scattershot. Yeah. But I liked the fact that it didn't feel like everything was confined to a box. And that's what I feel like. Everything is way too compartmentalized now. So I want there to be intermingling of divisions not divisions and weight classes but like tag division versus the singles and you know what i mean and it's not because like all of a sudden now you're in a six man because this tag team is going to like blah 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 you know it's just like yeah like braun uh ziggy and uh and drew like why is that a thing well because that plays in it like how you're talking about well i don't need to explain it the fucking drew and dolph ziggler uh, Why toss Braun in is my point. Well, because he's fights Roman and Roman's part of the Shield, and you know that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, no, no. And it brings the other them two all guys together fighting. fighting with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino the Machine. But, but it's too like again too linear. Too. I don't know. I, I don't want that. Well, like, now, I like I liked when when the Miz and the Miztraj were kind of like fucking with the bar a little bit, and you'd get like these weird combinations of them. You know, and it wasn't necessarily like the bar all the time or the Miz all the time. And they only came together to be in six man tags. Well, nowadays, uh, it's a known fact that if you're in a storyline, you can't interfere in other storylines. You should know this. Yeah, which I don't like that. People don't, don't say like people don't say people unless you're your friend in that storyline. I don't like that. It's a weird fucking thing. So when people get beat up, like who's going to save Jeff Hardy? Nobody came out. Right, which every face should come out, or at least one other face should come out. Well, we're not in the 80s anymore, the 70s, so that doesn't happen. But that's how it should happen. I mean, like, if you're treating these characters as real characters with real motivations, like a good guy, a pure good guy should be a pure good guy, regardless of which, you know? Like, as much as, for instance, as much as I like the backstage antics of it, I wish that our truths music would hit during a Carmella match and he would come out to the stage and that would cause her to lose because that's just good comedy to me. You know what I mean? And it gives you a reason for Carmella to lose and then complain about like, no, 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 no. You know, I lost unfairly and now I need like I need to have this match again because I shouldn't have lost and blah, 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 blah. You know, and at least Uh it gives you somewhere to go as opposed to like clean finishes. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess. Oh, wait, they're having a match for the fourth time. Great. And then you like that fatigue sets in, you know, so then Carmella gets in our truths face and then like they're about to go at it. And all of a sudden Ty Dillinger gets in the way and then truth is just like, yo, I need you to get on my face. And now they have a match. And all of a sudden, like, you know, you have a story going. That's just off the top of the dome. No one wants to watch our truth. I know nobody wants to watch our <laughs> truth. Like he's in there just for like shits and giggles. It's all because he fucked up the day, uh, like the place that he was one time. What? No, he was a main event character against John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he was heel. Yeah, and then he one time he was in a city. He fucked with the name of the city, and ever since then they've just booked him as a dumbass. I mean, he's good at it. He's not being a dumbass, but he's good as being a humor character. He is, but you it's know. like Goldust. Yeah, but Goldust. Is like I think Goldust is awesome, but he's yeah. also really good at. Yeah, comedy like gold dust is wow. like one of my favorite gold dust <laughs> um goldberg gold dust we're related so uh so yeah that's the becky thing with and everything else with wwe and trying to listen to fans which we'll talk about later so uh now we can jump into the next point about all in which is this weekend which is the self-promoted self-funded show of all the bullet club dudes uh well, i mean it's cody and the bucks 
All the Bullet Club losers are included. I just said all the Bullet Club losers. <laughs> no, I said dudes. <laughs> well, Adam Page is there. Uh, yeah, they're included. Yeah, Mars Girl. It's funded and set up by yeah, Cody and the Bucks. Cody and the Bucks. Uh, it is this Saturday on Fight Club, September first. On hopefully this podcast will be out before then. It should be. Uh, it's also if you're uh, paying for the New Japan thing, which I found out. I th- I don't know how soon, but they said after it's aired, it's gonna I be think on it's, New Japan. I think it's the day after. I, I would tweet, imagine. I tweeted it, but it doesn't say it on the on the I Facebook. Tweets, bro. On the Facebook, they didn't say. It. They just said, "Hey, we're all in." After it's aired, we'll put it up. Because I know it's Cody versus not Cody versus Okada. Marty, no, Marty versus Okada. Marty versus Okada. He's been shitting a brick about it. Is Have you been it? watching more Being the Elite? I saw this week's one. Yeah, I watch all of them. That promo with Stephen Amell and Chris Redden. That one is all right. Who's the other New Japan guy besides Okada? Isn't there someone else coming? Uh, I think there's one more. I thought there was one more. I'm sure there's a lot of second. New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling is hashtag all in. We're pleased to announce that shortly after the live broadcast, we will offer all in to our New Japan blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, that's all they say shortly after. I was like, oh, man, maybe an hour? I mean, it is at night, so I mean, maybe I could watch it at night. All right, let me see. Matches. I'm going one to ten. Uh, first, you have Nick Aldis Magnus for the NWA for title. the NWA title against Cody with Brandy. Mm-hmm. You have Kazuchika Okada versus Marty. Mm-hmm. You have the Bad Boy or the Bad Boy Joey Janela. Janela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga. Like, huh? Yeah, baby. Uh, versus Hangman Page. They're gonna they- kill themselves. George <laughs> Janelle always does. I don't know if you've ever seen his matches. No, I haven't seen. It. Well, I saw one with like my new like women's wrestling crush of of Jordan Grace. Uh, thick mama pump, if you will. <laughs> uh, and she had a match against Joey Janela. That was pretty dope. Joey Janela always tries to get himself, jumps off shit, does fucking crazy stuff. Uh, and Hangman's awesome. Yeah, Hangman's I really like Hangman. Hangman. Uh, then you have a six man of Ray Phoenix and Bandito versus the Golden Elite of the Bucks and Coda. Then well, uh, you just said Ray Phoenix and Bandito. You didn't say the. Uh, no, I said Ray Phoenix, not oh. Ray Phoenix. Oh, well, Ray, Ray Phoenix is. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know, but it's here just as Phoenix. Fe- yes, okay, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, I'm sorry. Uh, and Bandito. They cut a whole thing on being the elite of Rey Mysterio doing his thing, but that's not going to go anywhere because after this, he's done. He's going to WWE. So it's like, I don't know what they're trying so to build for. Say. Well, he's already cut all his dates, and it's like, no, and he's did his stuff. He's in the fucking game now. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, he's back, baby. I wonder when he's going to show up again. But then you have uh, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels versus the man of arrows Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Yeah. I'm curious about how it's going to be. Uh, well, Christopher Steve- Daniels is awesome. Yes, and I mean, well, Stephen Amell fourth match or no third match, third fourth match. time in the ring. Uh, All I ever saw him do was a springboard. So <laughs> I mean, a crossbody. Yeah. Well, he did. He did uh, an indie show with the with yes, the Bucks and, and Cody. Uh, then I guess on the pre-show you have the over the budget battle royal, mm-hmm. uh, and then they'll get whoever wins that will get a shot at Jay Lethal's ROH title. Yes. Then you have the Briscoes versus SCU, uh, Scorpio Sky, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad and Kazarian. <laughs> what? I'm glad you did. <laughs> of course, man. SCU. <laughs> this is the worst town. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I also like all of their shirts that say that. Uh, then you have the uh, four-way women's match with Madison Rain, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard for the uh, ROH. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I read the wrong thing. It's just four-way. Then Jay Lethal versus the winner of the Battle Royal, and then Kenny versus Pentagon. And apparently there's one more match. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. There's one more match that hasn't been confirmed yet. But Cody said in his 
So I mean, CM Punk versus someone. I don't know. Uh, you know, Cody has his own YouTube channel now that they've been posting like the oh, making know. of All In, a series of videos talking about the making of All In mm-hmm. called All Us. And it's like the story of All In told by Nick, Matt, and Cody. Um, so in it, he says that is like, if you know who's scheduled or who's confirmed, there's one match that hasn't been announced, but you can figure it out. But I got nothing. CM Punk hasn't been confirmed. He's only said that they made an offer to CM Punk. He has confirmed that. But um, and then the over the top or the over the budget battle royal has Jordan Grace, yes. Moose, Rocky Romero, Colt, Cabana, Ethan Page, Brian oh. Cage. Oh yes, yeah, Colt. I don't think CM Punk's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan Page, Brian Cage, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Jacobs, uh, Marco Stunt, Brandon Cutler, and Punishment Martinez. I bet you it's gonna be Punishment Martinez. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Maybe it'll be Brian Cage. Get that cross promotion with uh, Impact. Well, you can do with Moose also. Good. Kenny uh, vs. Pentagon is going to be fucking awesome. Oh, I can't wait to see that. It's going to be great. So, yeah. And then I do get WGN so I can watch a Zero Hour. Oh, the pre show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which would be good. I'm going to check if I have that. So, yeah, that is, is that the like, what, card clock. All in. Uh, ooh, my I think it's 8 hour time. Possibly. It's good. It's what, a three hour show? I think it's one for the pre-show and then the two for the main, I think, for a call. I think so. Good God. God damn. Uh, I think it was a donut. Several. The one thing I'll say that's coming from all this is that um, All In's going to be probably awesome. So if you can watch it, watch it. If not, like I said, if you have New Japan Pro Wrestling World, it's going to be shown later on that. So you can watch it there. Which is funny just because one wrestler. Um, uh, So the big, also the big news is I don't know if you heard that uh on cody's twitter he talked about that him they're all a giant package now that they're gonna stick together what cody nick matt uh page and kenny are all like if you deal with one of us you have to deal with all of us like business wise i didn't say it but that's awesome so by being that that's those guys that's a massive leverage if they do want to go to WWE, that means you have to get all of them and that could force a lot of money, even though WWE would probably throw a lot of money anyway at Kenny to get him in. I, the, I don't think they're going to end up going. TBH. I mean, I mean, th- granted, this won't be until January. January. And Kenny did recently say someone brought it up again. And he's like, who knows? Usually he says no. But this time he said, who knows? You know, it depends on what, you know, is at that moment. And same thing with Nick and Matt. They recently said something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, too. And they never say that. They're always like, now nah, we're working. I think they're I think they're more more open to the suggestion. I don't think they've made a decision yet. It would have to be at that time. Because I think Cody has said that he doesn't want... He doesn't currently want to go back. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, where he's doing now, yeah. I mean, he... Obviously, he could go back. And if it's a package deal and he has said that he doesn't currently want to go back... Who the... I mean, yes, but who the fuck knows? January's a long way away, anyway. You can never know. You can never know how much money you get thrown at. It is a reason why Ken and uh, Ken, <laughs> Ken Anderson, Carl and Gallows came back so they could be with their families. Nick and Matt are always gone, and I mean they do make yeah. money. No, and they travel. They, well, I mean they still have to travel. Travel a lot. Them, but yes, but you'd now, at least get three days off a week, and they would be here. They could really rake in a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, you know. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? But now their recent talks have been like not their nose that they usually are. Now right, it's right. Like even though you never know. Uh, did knows? you listen to the talk is Jericho with the Bucks? The the most recent no, one. No, I haven't listened to them. Um, pretty good. They talk about a lot. Like Jericho makes the point that they make very lucrative money with pro wrestling tees. Yeah, they make like, a very no, no. But I mean, even he does. Like he's been able to do that because of them. But he was just like, we make a shit ton of money with pro wrestling tees. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That's 
they they say that they uh, emphasize control a lot. Yeah, they hate they hate but they hate going there because they don't control their own shit. Right, and their Jericho plane says that you give up everything. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't unless even you're know. Brock Lesnar. Oh well, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to put him. I would assume they'd all come with main roster. I wouldn't see why they would all not. There'd be no reason know, to drop them on NXT. On know. NXT, they would have crazy matches because they would have that kind of freedom to do nuts. Yeah. Incredible takeovers. Hold on. I'm going back to Twitter again. Keep closing this. Time. I would say if. Did it, you see the awesome Champo thing that he posted? No. You know, he has a shirt now you can finally buy. The flag one? It's not the Blackheart one, but yeah. Yeah, it's the flag one. It's the flag one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw the picture of it. Um, let me see. Where's this? Where's this thing? I posted too many things today. Uh, yeah. It's his thing that says, I'm insulted when people refer to me as simply a wrestler. I am so much more. I am sports. I am a sports entertainer. I am equally insulted when people ask me about being, quote, called up. NXT is the pinnacle of this industry. I will spend the remainder of my career here proving it. Signed, the champ. NXT is a different beast, man. It's, so I think that... It's the I mean, version of indies for WWE. That's yeah. what it's made for, to compete with them. And I think I'm, if they were to go, I'd want them to go to NXT because NXT... It's I don't it's not even the proving ground any or not just the not proving anymore. ground anymore. It, it is. It is for some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lacey Evans, Aliyah. Well, yes, it still brings up the people that need to be bringing up. TM61, you it know has what I mean? Like so many indie massive people. For in sure. So it's it's like half and half. It, it like it's this weird counterbalance of like the best of the indies and also homegrown talent. So like, I mean, I get it. So uh, I, if okay. they were to go, I'd be totally okay with it. Plus, I think I don't know if Cody would want to go back to the main roster like that. Well, okay, so here I'd I think he'd be a better. If if the magical whatever the, all the, the stars, this is way talking out of our ass, and I think we've done it before. I mean, it's speculation. They like all come. Else. The main roster. The only see why is because these guys are huge stars. Kenny is a fucking. Why would as as a business, if I was the owner, why would I not want the guy on my biggest show that gets yeah. the most widest distribution? He is the known biggest guy. Yes. But people have heard of him before. You know, he's a huge name now. Even like layman fans that probably maybe heard their friends like, oh, have you seen Kenny Omega? Have you seen this? You ever heard of this crazy fucking wrestling guy? You know, and now he's on national TV. He has the same thing with AJ. The whole story with AJ, him showing up in the Rumble, they were just going to have him in the Rumble and then he was going to be like whatever. The reason that they pushed him so much is that the reaction to him. They never thought he'd get this crazy reaction when he showed up at the Rumble. And because of fans, you know... They got him to you can become a main eventer. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were never going to put him in like this. I mean, maybe once, but it wasn't going to be like how he is now. Like the face that fucking runs, but he is yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. brand. Yeah, but he's also an anomaly. Because and Jericho mentioned this, I think, in that episode also with the Bucks that Jericho asks to work with AJ. Yeah, and that is part of why AJ got such a good look. Because remember, pre the Jericho thing, mm-hmm. even into the beginning of the Jericho thing. He was just kind of a regular guy. Jericho takes responsibility for getting the Styles Clash unbanned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he didn't call it the Styles Clash. He said, like, this move or this whatever and explained it to Vince. And Vince was like, okay. He's like, had I said the word Styles Clash, it would have been an automatic no. Because to them, that word was a no-no word. Showing that you could take the move safely and everything shows that you know it's about the exchange at the moment and not the fact that it's a dangerous move quote unquote uh it's a dangerous move i mean it's potentially dangerous. breaks next cashes checks bro hey um what's his fucking name yoshihashi not yoshihashi 
No, uh, Yoshitatsu. Yoshitatsu took it, broke his fucking neck. And somebody else, too. I forget who else. Yoshitatsu was the big one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, former WWE star, Yoshitatsu. Uh, former <laughs> shitty NJW user. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Bullet Club Hunter. Uh, <laughs> Hunter Club, rather. Uh, oh, wow. So, whatever. I don't know. I think that if I were in their position, I'd probably want to go to NXT because I think even, especially with the amount of talent, I think NXT's budget is pretty high, actually. Like, it's no longer the thing of, like, Finn Balor's getting shortchanged in NXT I don't he doesn't think get it, paid the big bucks. I don't think it would be racking in what they would probably command. Like, I mean, Kenny possibly, and the Bucks and stuff. But, you know, only getting a portion of your merch sales and doing all that other shit. They would get the freedom of having incredible, awesome matches, like their takeover stuff. They could be, like, great stuff. Like, I think those guys headline NXT. Oh, yeah, they would, they would make NXT. If, I would say Period. this, if Vince was gone at this time, and Hunter ran oh, sorry, WWE, I would say put him on the main roster, because then Hunter would have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, I just want to circle back to my his initial His buddies point. and all his guys would do good. I want to circle back to my initial point, being that if, if they are them and they come as this package deal, and they know, it's it's been proven now for years, that... WWE almost needs them more than they need WWE to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of an overstatement, but go with me on this. And they would rather go to NXT. Why I'd give them him? NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I stop them? Even if I'm Vince. Even if I know I can make money. Because at the end of the day, he's still making money off the backs of these dudes. Yes. Regardless of where they end Which up. version of their company is. Right. Yes. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, wrestling fans are wrestling fans, but... You know, like Nakamura, he was huge mm-hmm. to the real wrestling fan. And he still doesn't get, from his debut on the main roster, a portion of the reaction that he got in NXT he squandered, or yeah. in New Japan. But not even, people are just not as familiar with him. Like, your lay person is not nearly as familiar with him. Your lay person is not going to be familiar with the Bucks. They're going to be familiar with Kenny. They're not going to, Best Bout Machine is great, but that's a wrestling fan thing. Even Cody. Well, they'll know Cody because he'll be the most familiar Maybe. Face. Maybe. He'll be the most familiar face. He will be. But, I mean, you know. And then, then if you bring in, like, Marty or Paige or whoever, even I don't know if less. Yeah, well, Paige, yeah. Paige, no. I know I think it's Paige, the, the Bucks, Cody, and Kenny are all, I think. I don't know if Marty's part of it, but I know all those guys are like, you take one of us, oh, I'll take it all. I know Paige would have to change his finishing move, though. Uh, I know. It's a passage. The know. fucking inverse. I think it's the fucking... Burning Hammer? No, I think it's the Cop Killer. I remember those. Yeah, those what, Nightmare on Helm Street. Oh, the Vertebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare on Helm Street is a different move, I think. No, it's the same thing. It's the Vertebreaker. Well, no, because the Vertebreaker was one, it's and then the, he also had the eye. spin around and put you on the back. No, 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 but he also had the Eye of the Hurricane. That was way was later the, when they changed his finish. No, 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 no. He had in WCW when he used both. Well, when he came as Hurricane, he did do the Vertebreaker, and then they stopped that shit. He also did the vertebrae before. I think before he was in the fucking boy band, whatever it was, or after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I mean, NXT would be awesome. Yeah, they would. It, if you were on, if you put those guys on NXT, that would skyrocket people from fucking buying those tickets. I mean, NXT always goes crazy, but man, you would have tremendous sales. I bet you would get crazy views. I mean, your pay-per-views would always sell out anyway to begin with, but it'd be a different beast entirely. If those guys all showed up, 
And then you can finally technically get the the real club. <laughs> I have fucking no idea. Did you see the tweet by um or the Instagram? I think he also put on a tweet uh Seth Rollins about when they hit the picture of the shield and all of them together. Mm-hmm. After Monday when they got jumped, it was a picture of all their faces and the thing it's like, you know, we're back. It's been like six years. He just talked about like how I mean it's been a year. I forgot. No, no. Like from the original induction oh, of the shield. Okay, okay. I forgot how Inception long. Inception. He talks some good stuff. He's like, you know, we've I've grinded for a long time, you know, and all. I this really stuff. hate that. I feel like it brings down Rollins and Ambrose. Oh, uh, you know. Um, but he he they did the the words like, you know, some say there there's be- he more or less he said the elite in his thing. You know the some say they're better the elite but you know all this stuff like that and one's like oh poking at that elite huh you know you want the elite to show up it's like one of those things either way i mean i wouldn't mind uh if they're in nxt that'd be awesome i just do feel like that many people man that two hours that one hour show is fucking already jam-packed of like incredible talent and have more of those guys yeah but i mean you could i think nxt uh, has the luxury of being spaced out because you don't have to cram everybody into every show every week. No, you don't. And it's already taped, so you have everything all nice. Right, right, right. Nice but that's what I'm saying, right? So you, like, you can go two weeks without seeing somebody and not fear, like, holy shit, they're irrelevant now. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know. You know, which happens on the main roster pretty often. Like, that's oh, nice. I haven't seen this person for two weeks. They must not be important. Dude, I haven't seen AOP in a long time. Mm, they were back, like, last week. I mean, yeah, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I see. <laughs> uh, you watching who? Sanity? Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, watching Hulu. I bet they're cut out of the Hulu version. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, oh, my God. That upsets me. I mean, I hope they cut Lashley versus The Ascension from Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget that happened? No, I knew that happened. It's just whatever. Lashley destroyed those people. I don't even know why they put on that match. Like, well, who the fuck thought The Ascension was going to win? Like, what the fuck? Dude? I, I really like The Ascension, too. Yeah, That's well, too bad. <laughs> I actually think only one of them is good. I don't think the other one's good. I don't think one of them is... One of them is way better. Victor's the smaller one. Victor's the smaller one. He's he's way, way better. He's way better. But I think is. Connor serves a role as a, the heavy of that group. You know, he's the the Dozovich to Tucker Knight. Oh, <laughs> I remember their names. Dozovich is fucking. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's not. He's it's, not impressive. Yo, uh, Dozovich is awesome. He's not impressive as a wrestler. Yes, he is. No, he's impressive as a character. Tucker Knight's just a big dude. Dozovich does the stakes and weights, bro. He's yeah, the, but what does he do? The worm? He's Rick. He's Rick Flair. Rick St- uh, Scott Steiner, man. He's just fucking whipping dudes. No, 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 no. <laughs> Scott Steiner was the workhorse of that team. That's Dozovich. He's not the workhorse of that team. <laughs> he's totally the workhorse. You're not gonna tell me Tucker Knight's the workhorse of of, of those two? Of heavy he machine. sure as shit is. Oh, get the fuck out! He <laughs> he is way more diverse, and I've barely seen them. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. What does those of us do other than like lariats and shit? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all he does. That's I, not a workhorse <laughs> thing. All right. Like Rick Steiner ain't hitting. Uh, I was gonna say Steiner recliner. He ain't hitting he ain't uh, Steiner hitting screwdriver. He ain't hitting the Steiner recliner either. That's a Scott Steiner thing. He ain't hitting Frankenstein's. He ain't hitting shit. All right, he's doing top rope bulldogs and then just brawling. That's all he's doing. What a fuck you. Buddy. He's Dozovich. <laughs> Tucker Knight, not much better, but a little bit better. I think Dozovich is the better of the two. But whatever. As a worker, <laughs> as a character, I'll give it to Dozovich, even though I can't stand them. Uh, awesome anyway um so yeah i guess that's it oh uh, you saw who the uh, uh uk women's champion is no because i haven't heard any i didn't read anything on the tapings i just i saw i assume thing. it's tony storm okay 
<laughs> you look down. Okay. Well, I could say yes or no. If you don't want to know. Or if no, the audience, no. Doesn't, the audience want doesn't want to know. Because I want to see it. I was thinking of Sunny Storm. Watch it be fucking Dakota Kai, my, my big dog. I love Dakota Kai. She's the big dog. Fly kicks, yo. He's a big dog. Too bad fucking Tegan Knox is fucking interesting. It's a really nice belt, too. It is. I mean, it's the, the same the, it's belt. It's the same one. It was black. But, yeah. Huh? It's black. White. No, I thought the, the gold. strap is white. Oh, I thought the, the gold itself was like black or something like darker. No. When they showed it off, when they took it. The I think off. it's just the light. Okay. I thought it was like a. Oh, and I think the red is like a lighter red. Okay. I thought the, the metal was like a darker silver black of it. No. no, no. It's just on a white strap like the women's title in the main roster. The main roster. And, uh. And I think the the colored parts are not nearly as red as the as Pete Dunn's title. Um. So yeah, that's about it. I, I if oh shit, bro, fucking Neville. Oh He's an yeah, alumni. Now. I was thinking that too when you were bringing up something about whatever. But yeah, Neville's finally gone. It's crazy. I don't. No one knows if he still has the nine days to no complete compete. Uh, compete. But who the fuck knows? I'd imagine I'm gonna see Neville in fucking New Japan, or maybe if. He's on that fucking all. Oh no, on's this week. <laughs> um, I'd imagine he's going to show up in New Japan. I don't. Ring of Honor would be cool, but that guy is probably going to get snatched I mean, up. He just Japan. goes back to Dragon Gate. Well, New Japan or Dragon Gate, dude. I, I, why would it not? But I really think New Japan. Maybe he goes to Triple. I mean, see him a little. Maybe. Oh, uh, another anniversary show is coming. Uh, sorry, I saw this really quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, one Izzy is in a wrestling match. Super yes. fan Izzy. She got, well, she also got chokeslam, and everyone's up. Kalisa, a lot of people. I mean, not Kalisa, Lisa Dorado's mad about it. Uh, so is Chelsea Green. A lot of people are. <laughs> All the people that trained her. Yeah. Um. So matches. Two new matches announced for that. You have the six man of the shield versus uh, Ziggy Galloway and. Uh, and Braun? Oh, for Hell in the Cell. Okay, yeah. No, 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 no. Super Show. Sorry, sorry. That's what I was segueing to. The Australia Super Show. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, it's going to be on the fucking... In October. Yeah. Uh, and then the Riot Squad versus Ronda and the Bellas? And... No, isn't it Trish? Nope. Ronda and the Bellas. Who's the Trish one with? I thought uh, it was that's Ronda. That's Evolution, Trish, and Alexa. Oh, I thought Trish was on the Super Show also. Hold on. I'm going to look at the card, but I'm looking at this article that I'm getting confused. It. Trish was on Raw. She was on Raw. That's what it was. She was in the three with By Ronda. By the way, she sounded super Canadian. Well, I didn't realize how Canadian her accent was. Also, uh, Kevin Owens, I'm sad he quit, but best uh, way to talk shit about a town that's cheering you. Uh, you know what? Don't get worked into a mark, brother. <laughs> I mean, marked into a work or whatever. I love it. Uh, okay. I wonder what's going to happen with him. I don't know, but his shirts are back up on Pro Wrestling Tees. Well, he did it again. I mean, he did the last time when it's they fine. quit when they took down their name. Yeah, when I him wonder, and Sammy quit. I wonder what their story is going to be. I have no idea where he's going to go with this. Um. Oh, I heard a rumor that uh, he will be represented by Paul Heyman for no real reason. Well, he's a bad guy. Why not? I mean, he doesn't need the talk. He doesn't need to talk. But that's they why. Can get, like, why? Why do that? Who the fuck knows? I mean, there's two good talkers together. Oh man, I pentagram Steen about that. Sorry, I'm looking at his t-shirts now. Um, okay, so Super Show matches that we have announced so far. Obviously, Undertaker and Triple H are beating that into the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. I don't even want to watch that match. Uh, let's see. Undertaker just hobble around a bunch. Then you have Cena and Lashley versus KO and Elias. Yeah, see, KO's on that show, so it's like, how is he going to... I mean, I, you know, obviously card subjects change. Uh, DB and The Miz. Yeah, and that's for the... the Number one contender. Winter. Yeah, which I, I assume... It's going to be the Miz, man. I mean, Miz we can do your night. weird Miz, yeah. Uh, then, and then the two six people matches that I mentioned. And lastly, uh, also I think I just saw Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. Last 205 Live last week was very good. I've seen it, man. It is really good consistently. Good, good but stuff. 
Fucking Grand Metal League does some cool shit, and it's really, you know, it's whatever. He's one of the craziest guys. Put him back on Rush. Leo Rush is very good, too, man. And I don't if know, they, man, after that disrespecting people, uh, I just I know. I don't like that guy. Hey, 205's awesome, and it's a damn shame that like people don't stick around for it and stuff. It's got good shit on it. Good wrestling now. For some reason, uh, Maria Canellas recently said that she'd want the Divas title to come back. I'm reading that article. I don't, as we speak. I don't know, Maria. As the third the, women's title. I don't want the fucking Bellas to go, but now it looks like the Bellas are going to be fucking baby faces. Uh, no, man, they're getting they're, booed at the goddamn building. Uh, they're going to turn on Ronda, and it's going to be Ronda versus Nikki. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing of the rumor of evolution. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I had to explain to my buddy who Nikki was and all the jokes of Nikki Sawa and all that stuff and how she, out of the two, she was better. And she got better in the end, but fuck, I don't need these girls again. Oh, my God. Yo, this Steen fighter shirt is really cool. I like the Kill Steen Kill shirt, if that's still there. Uh, No. It's not up right now. It's his tattoo, the Live Evil. Mm-hmm. I pentagram Steen, Mount Rushmore with... Oh, it's him, the Bucks, and uh, Roddy. Is it? No, yeah. it looks like uh, Cassius Ono. Uh, well, or maybe on, it's Adam Cole. It's probably on Adam P- Cole. No, on PWG, the, the, the final... Uh, the, it's Adam Cole? I think, it, I think it's Roddy. Because oh. the whole thing of PWG is they chant shitty little boots, and he was with Nit. I mean, unless it's a different... Because he was part of Mount Rushmore at PWG. Is the panda lover there? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, uh, it's like I love pandas. There's panda bear, steam enthusiast holding up yeah. a foam finger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Package pile drive everybody. I like that. Mr. Shirt. Wrestling, panda pile drive everybody. Steen army in the kiss font. Mm-hmm. Just steam with like little blood spa- splatters. The steam fighter with the K in the background, like instead of the, the no, Street Fighter 5. Yeah. Uh, steam zoo enthusiast, yeah. steam safari planet, and then just steam in like the Superman. Yes. Like diamond shape. Or the S is in that diamond shape. You like Joe's new shirt? Oh, I didn't even notice it. Says Joe, 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 Joe. Like, you know, Joe, Joe, and the final one's red. Oh, I see. I wish I could have I got in that Cash's on a shirt though, that says elbow and elbow and elbow and that that thing and it says death at the end. But uh I saw him sad I didn't get his uh Chris Hero Wu Tang shirt when I saw Oh, it was a cool shirt. Yeah. Very cool shirt. Uh anyway, so that was this episode. If next week is the go home shows for the other thing, we'll talk about it. Uh, but if not, we'll also talk about All In. So that is that. Um, so try and watch it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Once again, this is your host, Rocky. And Rick. Later. Bye. Rocky one more time and uh, got to make sure to give a shout out to Audible and, uh, you know, send you guys that way to make sure you listen to some awesome audiobooks. Uh, so that's audibletrial.com slash parts unknown. I got it right this time. Um, and uh, make sure to check it out, get a free trial and, you know, you get a credit toward any audiobook from their vast selection of books. I am currently re-listening to The Death of WCW by Brian Alvarez and Artie Reynolds. I've listened to it before. It's very enjoyable. And I feel like you can always learn little bits here and there, just kind of hear these like 
whimsical anecdotes or just tales of the craziness that was WCW in the late 90s into 2000. So um, that's uh, my selection for the moment. Who knows how long it'll take me to finish it? Or maybe I'll just re-listen to it again. It's I've listened to it a lot. Uh, so once again, that's audibletrial.com slash parts unknown. Check it out. And uh, hell, it's free. It's a free trial. Uh, there you go. And now back to the show. Hey, it's Rocky again. Um, one other thing that we constantly forget to mention, and I really want to drive this home because, you know, engagement is a real big thing in the just digital landscape. I wanted to let everyone know that if you want to interact with us, leave us messages that we can then incorporate into the show. Um, you can always do that through the anchor app because that is our current host for the podcast. So if you go to anchor.fm, you can get some more information there. You can download the app from there and um, you subscribe to the podcast through there if you want. And uh, it gives you the ability to actually like connect and leave a message and then we can listen to your messages and answer them on the podcast, incorporate them into the podcast, you know, little things like that. Additionally, Anchor just uh, launched this new feature that, uh, you know, maybe Patreon is too much of a commitment. You want to just, you know, support your favorite podcast without feeling like it needs to be a monthly thing or whatever the case may be. Um, You just want to kind of throw a couple of shekels our way. Anchor now has listener support. So you, the listeners, can help your one of your favorite podcasts continue to grow and thrive and, you know, just do the damn thing. So if you go through Anchor, which we kind of want to navigate more people in there because, again, it'll add a level a level of interactivity into the show. So that's a, a thing I'm pushing for, and I constantly want to get, you know, just a quick mention of it in the episode, and that doesn't always seem to happen. So I'm taking a moment to do it now. So check us out again, anchor.fm. Thanks. <laughs> 